right, a lot just happened week four. And I filtered it all down to just the key information for you. These are the only 12 wide receivers worth adding this week. And we're starting with George Pickens, who is by far this rookie out of Pittsburgh, a must add. Pickens yet again is seeing an elite role in this offense, playing over 70% of the snaps each week. But now this week, he led the team in targets. Eight targets. He now has 15 targets the last two games. So now here's what you need to know. Pickens benefited immensely from Kenny Pickett getting in the game. The first round rookie in Pickett was able to keep some drives alive with his feet as well, and he seemed to like targeting Pickett. And this list right here is the week four air yards, just how deep your targets are downfield, how much upside you have. Pickens ranks third on this list. And look at the names, Mike Evans, Alave, Metcalf, and Tyreek Hill. It's a good list to be on. He is about to break out. And now since week two, if you look at his air yards, 97 air yards week two, 101 week three, the 156 this past week, he's averaging over 115 air yards a week. And those air yards lead to big plays. So add Pickens as soon as possible and then grab this wide receiver. And that man's name is Rondell Moore because he made his debut week four. He's been injured this season and he played a career high 85% of the snaps, 65 snaps out of a total offensive snap of 76. And you can go through his rookie year last year and scroll through all of the snaps. Never did he play 85%. The highest he got to was 82% and then it went right back down to the 40%. He played that when guys were injured. This week with Marquise Brown out there, he was the main other guy. Now this led to a respectable five targets. He also had a rushing attempt, but there's more because he didn't leave the field. Just like Hollywood Brown, he ran all 33 routes that the wide receivers could have ran, meaning that he was on the field in two wide receiver sets, not just the slot. He was playing on the outside in some formations, which he did not do last year. And when you're going to be on the field on the outside more often, it leads to more targets, more downfield targets as well. We'll have to see how this role changes when AJ Green is back, but this is fantastic usage to see early on. So you want to add him and then grab this Bills wide receiver. And that would be Isaiah McKenzie, a man who's been featured in this segment before because Jamison Crowder was carted off the field and he has a broken ankle. He might miss the entire season, but he's definitely going to miss some time. And this means it's likely that McKenzie can take over the clear slot role in three wide receiver sets. I mean, he was already seeing that before he ended up leaving the game with a concussion this past week, playing 31 snaps, 22 routes, by far was starting to become an every down player. And now here's what you need to know. This is important. Slot wide receivers with Josh Allen the last three years have finished 40th, 31st, and 38th in fantasy points. They're a top 36 wide receiver on average, which is a solid flex play. They should not be on the waiver wire. Now McKenzie did end up leaving the game with a concussion. Usually this is something that maybe at most you miss a week with for more times than not. So just track this status, but he's somebody you want to add. But if for some reason McKenzie was to miss extended period of time, go get this rookie. And you probably want to add him anyways in deeper leagues, but that's going to be fifth round pick from this year, the rookie Khalil Shakur in Buffalo. And Khalil Shakur is a great prospect. He knows how to get open. 32% of his college targets he earned. Out of all the guys out there, he was getting almost a third of them, top 5% of all time. So monitor that status on McKenzie and then add this NFC East wide receiver. And that will be Michael Gallup who returned on Sunday. And in his debut, he immediately became the wide receiver two on this team. Now he didn't play as many snaps as Noah Brown. Brown is a pretty good run blocker in for a lot more running plays, but he ran more routes than Brown right away the first time playing in like a year. He ended up running around on 83% of Cooper Rush's dropbacks, which is a very strong number for a number two receiver for sure. And now here's why you want Gallup. Well, for starters, Dak Prescott is going to be back soon. And this is important. If you can see on the screen right now, this is what Gallup does when he's playing fully, not as a rookie, but as a starter with Dak Prescott. He averages eight and a half targets per game and over 14 fantasy points per game. These are easily top 30 wide receiver numbers should not be on any waiver wire. But when I go and look on Yahoo, he's available in 59% of leagues, only rostered in 41%. Go get this man. But then pass on this next wide receiver. And that's Bears wide receiver Darnell Mooney, who's available in like 50% of leagues and just leave him on the wire. Now look, he had his best game of the season. He had 13.4 fantasy points. He put up 94 yards, almost had that 100 yard bonus in some of your leagues. But this production just isn't sustainable. And here's why. Because Mooney only saw five targets and half of his targets this year, 45% of them, nearly half are uncatchable. They're pointless to even have. That's how bad Justin Fields has been. And oh yeah, not to mention the Bears, even after throwing 22 times a season 
high, which is shocking this past week. They're only averaging 16.8 passing plays per game. Even if Mooney was to see an elite 30% target share, he's seeing like five targets a game. This is not a good spot for him. So avoid Mooney, but then you have to get this must add wide receiver. And now he's still available in nearly 50% of leagues somehow, but the Packers number one receiver in my eyes, Romeo Dobbs. Because this past week, he played an elite 70 snaps, which was 96% of the snaps. And yet again, for the second straight week, he saw eight targets. And now what does this all mean? Well, it means he's earned Rodgers trust. And as you can see right here, he was literally inches away from a 40 yard game winning touchdown. If the ball comes out at the last second, would have been an even bigger day for the dude. Plus he quietly has six red zone targets already on the year, potentially Devontae Adams red zone upside here. So grab him and start him every week and then add this next wide receiver as well. And that will be Kadarius Tony, who is driving a lot of people who drafted him crazy. But if he's on your waivers, get him because he's close to returning. And he's literally going to be forced to play due to injuries. Sterling Shepard is now out for the year. Rookie Wanda Robinson is still injured and probably a couple of weeks away. And Kenny Galladay just hurt his knee this past week. So now here's what this all means. There's a decent shot. Tony becomes the wide receiver one this week because yes, he had a bad week one, just three routes run. But then week two before the injury, he saw three targets on 13 routes. He was getting back to seeing his normal starter snaps. And let's not forget what he did in 2021 when he was healthy because this dude was elite in five starts last year as a rookie. He averaged 14 points per game, which was borderline top 24 numbers. And only these four wide receivers were better than him versus man coverage. Devontae Adams, Cooper Cup, DK Metcalf, and AJ Brown. That's the tier he was in. Don't let him stay on your waivers. So add him, but because of all these injuries, also add his teammate. And that is the before mentioned rookie Wandell Robinson out of Kentucky. Because of all these injuries, once he's back, he will be a starter. And here's what you need to know. In college, Robinson saw a top 1% target share of all time. He saw nearly 40% of Kentucky's targets throughout his college career. This is absolutely insane. I've honestly never seen this before. This means he knows how to get open. You want to add him ASAP, but then pass on this next veteran wide receiver. And that will be Devontae Parker. Just don't add him. Now, he just had his second straight serviceable fantasy week. He found the end zone this week. He had over 10 fantasy points, and now he has over 17 fantasy points per game the last two weeks with no Jacoby Myers. And with no Myers, he's by far the number one wide receiver on this team. He played 18 more snaps in the next closest guy week four. But here's the reason you don't want him. The Patriots are already down to their third string quarterback, Bailey Zappi, who honestly, look, he didn't look that great. He's a rookie, so you can't be too harsh on him, but he didn't look that great, and he's not going to be good for fantasy production. But outside of the quarterback, Devontae Parker right now is not playing well. He's ranked 86th at getting open versus man coverage. That's not good. So pass on this bad combination of not getting open with third string quarterbacks, but then add in stash this rookie wide receiver. That's the Lions first round pick, Jamison Williams out of Alabama. Williams is only rostered in 28% of Yahoo leagues right now, which means he's available in 72% of them. Just add him, put him in your IR spot, or just hold him on your bench. So here's what you need to know about Jamison. He's playing on the Lions, who are surprisingly a good offense to have pieces of this year. They rank fifth in passing plays per game right now. And Jared Goff heading into last week was seventh in deep attempts and coming out of that crazy 93 point total point game with the Seahawks well now he ranks top five in deep attempts and this helps Jamison Williams who was literally the number one deep threat in all of college football last year this fella Jamison put up over 1500 total yards and saw 19.9 yards per reception he was over 17 yards per reception every year of his career this is top one percent of all time people he's a downfield weapon and now speaking of weapons I'm about to equip you with one and that's the supreme cheat sheet which comes with waiver wire tiers that shows exactly the rankings of all these guys are talking about and more for every position player weekly rankings and projections and a whole lot more as you can see right here to access the cheat sheet click the link in the description and follow the two simple steps and here's the thing it's a one-time payment of ten dollars for the entire year 17 full weeks and if you don't win your fantasy league i'll refund your ten dollars just let me know yes this is risk-free for you so if you want to join the thousands of other people using this weekly cheat sheet it's a limited time offer just two more weeks click the link in the description to learn more so we talked about jameson but you should also add his teammate josh reynolds who's currently his fill-in because this past week with amon ross st brown and dj shark out Reynolds saw an elite role. He led this team. He was the wide
wide receiver one in snaps routes run and targets and now over the last two weeks he leads this team pretty easily amongst the wide receivers with 18 targets and he has that connection remember from the rams with jared goff and not only is he seeing elite usage 92 percent of the routes run this past week but he's producing now is 11 or more fantasy points in three straight games and about one to one and a half of these games had dj shark and or amon ross st brown in them so he's going to be productive either way until jameson gets back with st brown and shark out there so grab him but then avoid this jaguars wide receiver and that's jamal agnew who i'll be completely honest i really love this dude's talent it's just the opportunity because when you're searching the waivers you might see he scored 21 fantasy points two touchdowns had six targets in this game and all of that is fantastic news for what looks like a decent offense in jacksonville but the problem is the actual sustainability on the usage he saw let's discuss because jamal agnew only played 18 snaps this past week actually the wide receiver four behind tim jones now you might be saying oh but he can play some more snaps and then that leads to even more and better usage this guy is great per touch yeah that's true but zay jones is likely going to be returning next week so there's really no way he's going to be cracking this top three outside of an injury so just track the status of the health of these receivers but right now jamal agnew is not worth adding so now you know the players you need to add and avoid on the waivers at the wide receiver position but if you want to see the seven running backs that you need to add immediately before your friends do then check out this lovely video right here and hey if you're one of the 67 percent of people who aren't subscribed to this channel double check and make sure that you are